wish everybody would just quit worrying about like making a mistake. Really, all of us. You get into a new industry, you get into a new job, maybe you're going to become a realtor, your second career, third career, and you'll hesitate and you won't go to networking events maybe and you, you won't put your neck out there because you're afraid to look silly. You're afraid to say something wrong in a meeting. You're afraid to do the wrong thing. And then you just don't do anything, right? You get into a new company or you're... <laughs> and he, oh, Okay, and here's the thing. Check this out. If you're on the flip side, and you had a, and you had somebody coming in, um, do let's just use a new person as an example, and they make a mistake, you would totally let them off the hook. You'd let anybody off the hook. What you probably wouldn't let off the hook is if they made the same mistake, let's say, maybe ten times. You start. You might be like, like whatever your number is. You know, after three times, you might say whatever it's going to be. But you're giving somebody a break, right? Isn't that nice whenever you've made a mistake and somebody gave you a break and they were just like, hey, we make mistakes. And they kind of, what can I do to help? Or, you know, did you catch that one? Just making sure that you caught the error or something. That's great, right? But, and you have a good feeling. And now you feel like if you go to that person again, if you made a mistake, you'd be fine. But there's people out there, we've probably all done this at some occasion, you just are afraid to make any mistakes, right? I used to be like that as well, and from time to time it arises. It's this fear of, I don't know, credibility, or you want to be perfect, but but uh, that can buckle you. I think it can stop people for long periods of time from actually making progress on where they want to go, you know? I mean, you're trying to, instead of doing anything wrong, you know, you're, not, you're doing nothing. And so the people will say, oh yeah, you know, and all the shit that you learned, you know, and all the stuff that you do wrong, you're going to learn. And that's true. So, you know, maybe you don't want to go through that. But it's a, it usually boils down to ego. And it boils down to, I guess, like, you know, humility. But really, um, vulnerability. you got to be vulnerable. That's right. You know, Brene Brown talks a lot about that. So how can you be more vulnerable to get ahead? How can you throw out one of your ideas in a business meeting, one of your hairy, harebrained, crazy ideas or something you think that's off the books? And in this day and age, nothing should be off the books, right? Here's to all the people that thought working from home was a great idea and everybody else in their company and their businesses told them it would never work. It'll never work. Nobody will do it. Everybody's just going to go to the gym all day long and eat bonbons on the couch. Well, here's to those people that actually it works. Um, but throw your idea out there. Throw the harebrained idea out there. And you know what? Let yourself... A couple things are going to happen. One, people are going to be like, Hey, that's a fucking great idea. Wow. Karen is sure sharp. You know? I didn't know. She just sits there all day. I thought she was dumb. <laughs> Whatever. You know? And so, either that or it's going to be a bad idea. And um, you might be embarrassed yourself if somebody says something silly, but that's there's a risk you're willing to take. Who cares? And you can make fun of yourself in the end, you know, crack a little joke and move on. A little self-deprecating humor. Who cares? Took a shot. So there's those two things. Or <laughs> also they may realize, you may realize that's not where you belong. Like you may share your ideas and start talking and all of a sudden you find out, you know what? They don't value me here or... 
these people aren't, you know, I need people smarter, better, driven, you know what I mean? So you start becoming yourself and you start finding out that maybe you, the real you, doesn't even fit where you're at. And the circle back on the point, all that fear of making a mistake and worrying about, I don't know, am I going to get a promotion? Do I have to do politicking at work? What do I want? Like all of that shit goes away. And I sat here with with my wife this morning, though, and we were kind of having coffee, and she was about to run out the door. And um, I opened up my computer, and I brought it outside to the deck, to the patio. And she's like, oh, I, I just want my work to be fun. And I just, it can be. It's within your control. I said, well, what are you doing right now? You're going to the office. First of all, you own the company with your partner. You're going to the office. Like, So what are you going to work on today? Are you going to work on marketing? Are you, are you going to work on design? Your business card, you know, your whatever your de- I don't know, whatever your stuff you're designing today, a marketing piece. If that's the case, then go get some 50 ounce coffees, come home, hang out with the people that inspire you, and work on your design. If you're going to go do document work, then go do document work at the office. But and and she kind of like took a step back because that's not her normal routine. And I think she was just like, wow, I guess I can do that. And I wanted to share that story because I, that's the perfect example. Like she might come, she said she was going to come home and lunch and do some of that design work here, which made her happy. And it was like, we just get stuck in our rhythms because we're afraid to upset the apple cart. We're afraid to upset, you know, our partners, our business partners, our bosses, you know, our teammates. Or we're just, we're afraid to look foolish, get fired or whatever it is. Maybe getting fired at the time is the best thing for us, but... We're afraid. And so we stay within these little confines. She couldn't even realize that she could have done that. And maybe she was, because she was too wrapped up in getting out of the house and in the day. And like, um, I'm not saying she's smart enough. By golly, she is. Um, But what I'm saying is like, she was too wrapped up in her routine and in her day and what she typically and normally has to do. And like, she had like this little stress about her. Because I know she have, they have, you know, they're lawyers. They have documents they need to get out by the end of the week and stuff. I get it. Time sensitive. 100%. But again, she was caught up in like that emotional little cycle of my day starting here I go that she couldn't step back and be like, hey, you know what? This afternoon I could do my design work here and we could have some tunes out in the backyard and maybe I could actually try to live that little life, that little dream life that I make up in my mind of like who I think I want to be, right? Maybe I could live that. And I've said past shows that days that when you have a day off this is the best when you have a day off during the week not a weekend you can try the weekend too it's fine but if you have a day off when there's less people out during the week and there's less people out now anyway but live the day like you wanted your ideal day to be if you were you know millionaire rich or lottery you know mega millions rich what i meant to say then you can do anything with your time what would that day be like is it I would wake up and I would do yoga and I would make a smoothie and then I would, you know, read and then I would blah, 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 blah. And then I would work on my, you know, philanthropy in the afternoon, which I think, you know, is a big deal when you have a lot of money, especially for actors and athletes and stuff like that. And you feel like, well, what am I doing? Hitting ball all around, around the park all day? I might as well try to do some good. So what does that day look like? So when I'm one of your off days, live that day. Live the day that you think you want and see if you love it 
and then just try to make more days like that. Try to fit that into being your life if that's the life you want. You don't need to be a millionaire to live that life. Well, to some extent, yeah. I mean, you'd have to have eight hours a day to just sit around the house, I guess, if that's what your day is. You get what I'm saying? Try to test that life. Try to test the life that you think you want. We do that sometimes on vacation. Well, I'm going to go to the spa, and then I'm going to run, and then I'm going to go horseback riding, and then I'm going to lift, and then we're going to have a beautiful dinner. And every day would be great like that. And for the most part, it definitely would. But you would find something to work on. Anyway, those are just fun dreams. So quit being scared if you are to make that next move. Whether it's trying to do a seven-mile run (laughs) and your longest has been three miles, or it's speaking up in a meeting on one of these Zoom calls and um, sharing your, your brilliant ideas. Just throwing it out there. Why not? Let people see who you are. It's the best. Some people won't like it. Who cares? Some people will love it. And it just might make you get to the next step you're looking to get to. It's pretty crazy. All right, y'all. It's Friday. We're going to have a great weekend. It is 9-11. Unbelievable. God rest those people. God bless America. Let's crush life.